Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. How are y'all doing today? Uh, you're listening to Which Way's Up, part of the Don't Listen Media family of podcasts. Uh, in this one, I'm going to tell you which way's up in this ever-changing political landscape that's changing every day and is kind of crazy right now. Um, I'm Nathan. I'm your host. I'm awesome and amazing, and you're going to learn that very quickly after listening to this. Whether this is your first time or your five millionth time... Uh, I don't have that many episodes, so you can't be... I, this is my second episode, so whether it's your first or your second time, hopefully um, you'll know that I'm awesome, because it's very obvious. So let's get started today. I have some very, very important news to get to today. Uh, first off, Carrie Fisher died. She died at 60. That's a bummer. I don't really care that much. I'm not a Star Wars guy. But, you know, Carrie Fisher died. She was kind of, I guess, an important person. I know she did the... Was she Leia, or was she the other girl, Amanda, Padme? I don't, I don't know. I don't pay attention to Star Wars, except the new one, uh, not Rogue One. I haven't seen that yet, but uh, Seven, that one, Force Awakens, was trash. It was a good movie, good standalone, um, bad story. I hated it. It wasn't, I mean, it was a good, well-made movie, bad story. But uh, that's all I'm going to say about Star Wars. We're going to move on. Just wanted y'all to know about Carrie Fisher. So, I want to get to some news today. Uh, first off, some noise, political noise. This is from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, the headline is, Trump's cabinet picks disagree with him on key issues. He's talking about how one guy, Rick Mulvaney, Republican from South Carolina, opposed raising the debt ceiling. Um, I don't care, honestly. And I don't think that's really going to matter. It's just political noise. He's going to be the one in charge. They're just going to be helping with certain aspects of the government. Mulvaney is the budget director. So, I mean, it's kind of important that he uh, opposed raising the debt ceiling. But Trump has proposed tax cuts and whatever, blah, 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 blah. Some people think the deficit will grow, but they're also not talking about how he has also proposed cutting, cutting spending and waste and abuse and fraud in the system. But there are a bunch of others um, like... Rick Tillerson, the State Department guy, he believes that science proves climate change is being caused in part by major human behavior. Uh, Trump says that this is a hoax. I don't think these are really big deals. It's just political noise to try and make. It's the liberal media putting in your mind now that there are problems within Trump's cabinet before he's even in office where they don't know any of this. It's just speculation. So it's it's a way for the political... The, the liberal media to cause you to question whether or not Trump is really in control. It helps them to kind of put that little seed of doubt in your mind, be like, oh, are we sure we did the right thing? Or, oh, he's doing a bad job already. He's not even in office. Is he supposed to be doing a good job yet? That's not his job. His job is supposed to be picking a cabinet that's going to run the country well, and that's what he's done. Whether or not his cabinet necessarily agrees with him on every single daggum issue, it doesn't matter. They they need to agree on some key issues, yes. But, like, Rick's, Rex Tillerson, the ExxonMobil former CEO or whatever, State Department, uh, what's that guy? Secretary of State, that guy. He, um, he's the pick for Secretary of State, I think think or state department head or but i think that's the same thing anyway i don't pay attention that much i just know what i know and believe what i believe um it's noise and they they do need to agree on certain things such as how the u.s should interact with other countries but 
Climate change isn't a big part of that. That's better left off to the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. That was established largely in part to deal with not necessarily climate change, but, you know, to deal with in the environment, protecting it and making sure that everything we have will be here in the future. Um, so, I mean, if the person heading up the EPA under Trump's administration also thought, oh, man-made climate change is real, but Trump didn't, there might be some clashes there on what they should do. I don't think it's a big deal that Rex Tillerson, you know, said what he said about climate change and Trump has said what he said. It's just political noise to try and get you to have doubt in your mind about Trump and his campaign. Uh, you know, the comedian chief thing that I talked about last episode, that's already gone. No one's talking about that anymore. Uh, I want to talk about North Korea. Actually, first, before I get to North Korea, I want to talk about this, um, um, this professor called Trump's election a, quote, act of terrorism, and then she became the victor of terror. Oh, this is from the Washington Post, and on their little header on the Apple News website, or the Apple News app, it's like a classroom in like a dark, uh, like a grunge, uh, sepia, sepia filter type thing to make it look scary and horrifying, and the whiteboard has some smears on it. It's just in kind of like an old-looking rundown classroom. Sure, okay, yeah. It's just to kind of put that imprint in your mind. Uh, it's talking about this lady. I think it's a lady. Yeah, it's a lady. Olga Perez Stable Cox. Olga Perez Stable Cox. Can we just think about that for a minute? That's a lot of names. Um, She can't go to sleep. She has nightmares, and, and she tosses and turns in the dark, her thoughts racing, so scared, terrifying that she's reduced to tears. <laughs> so sad. Just kidding. Guys, chill. She said, um, let's see, I could probably play a clip of this. She called Donald Trump's election an act of terrorism, and it went viral earlier this month, but now... She, um, it unleashed a wave of violent threats that forced her to end her semester early and flee to her home in suburban Orange County. Can we talk about the white privilege there? Orange County. In California. That's like a nice place, I think. I've seen that on HGTV. You know, Flip or Flop, that show. It sounds pretty nice because everything over there looks expensive. Um, that's, that's pretty much white privilege and oh first world problems you said something that went online and now you're scared because someone's going to tweet at you and you're fleeing quote-unquote fleeing to your home let's look at the problem in syria why are we paying attention to this little professor who said that trump's was trump's election was an act of terrorism that that's not even valid for the first part like an act of terrorism is something that causes terror across a large a majority of the population or a group of people and sure it may cause that for no good reason because oh his election is oh it scares me huh i'm so scared Donald Trump. <laughs> that's what that's what they're doing and it's really annoying um now at 66 i'm paranoid cox said it doesn't feel good at all to be looking over my shoulder and wondering when an unfamiliar car pulls up across the street whether they're going to take a picture of me or something worse but that's my life now. A picture. Oh, bummer. You're going to have a picture taken while you're going to get your mail. Darn. How sad. 
That's a first world problem with white privilege. White privilege. I don't know if she's white. She may not be white. Um, either way, it's privileged. Upper class, upper upper middle class at least. Uh, I feel like I've been attacked by a mob of people all across the country. If they're telling me over and over again that they want to shoot me in the face, how am I supposed to know if they're going to do it or not? <laughs> Cry me a river. Get over it. Um, the mob Cox refers to doesn't wield pitchforks and torches, but hate-filled tweets and violent emails and threatening Facebook messages and phone calls. Phone calls? No, she can't. Facebook messages? Oh my gosh. I, I can't. It's, it's too brutal. No, say it's not so. <laughs> Get over it. Get over it, please. It's so annoying that people, they, they talk about this as an act of terrorism. She's, she's having, she's become a victim of an act of terrorism because of something she said. I agree in free speech, but stuff you say, you have consequences to what they say. Liberals are going to get all, get their panties up in a wad, all because she said something and people don't like what she said. But then when we say something, a conservative says something like, oh, they don't want to bake a cake for a gay couple. Like, they don't want to do that for their wedding, which, I mean, that should be totally fine not to do. You can say, oh, I don't want to bake a cake for your wedding. I don't want to bake a cake for your wedding. It doesn't matter who it's for. They should be able to say no. But they're not afforded the same protection or the same coverage or the same sympathy that this lady's getting because she sides with the liberals. Um, so it's it's very hypocritical of them to say, oh, you know, she, she's it's an act of terror when hate crimes forcing people, that's what they are, hate crimes, crimes against their bakeries where bakeries or florists or whoever, there have been many cases of them be, being vandalized, burned, stuff like that. And they're not going to call that a hate crime. They're not going to call that terrorism when it is just as much really more than this lady this lady all she's getting is some tweets a facebook message and a phone call like that I, I can't imagine getting that anyway sorry back to real life um we it's it's ridiculous it's just so hypocritical it's just hypocritical um i want to hit on some more stuff today but i'm out of time so i just want to leave y'all with one last thing just about this whole thing this act of terrorism quote unquote don't be stupid guys don't be stupid. Use your brains and think when someone's hypocritical. When someone, when you can see hypocrisy, call them out on it. Tweet them on Twitter. It doesn't matter if you're one person who has 100 followers. You're one person who has 100 followers. That's 100 people who are seeing what you said. So it, you have a platform. You have a voice. Use that, and if you see someone doing something wrong or being hypocritical, point it out and say something. And use your vote whenever you can. Also, lobby lobby to your congressman and whoever. Just call their office, email them, whatever. All of that is online, and you can find that fairly easily. So just use use the tools you have to, even Twitter, Facebook, whatever. If you have 100 followers, that's 100 people who see that. Whether or not they agree with you, you know, they'll see it whether or not they do. And so that's a good thing. It gets people to think. So that's all I want to leave you all with today. Uh, I just hope everyone has a good next few days until we get this next episode coming up and um i'll see y'all later thanks guys bye